Hello and welcome to Your Aunties Could Never, episode 126. I'm Auntie AK and I'm here with... Auntie Nana. Auntie Sade. Gracie Beckaway. And hello, we will get into Gracie's <laughs> business. I think we're having... We're, Grace is a cousin, right? Yes, yes, Cousin yes, Grace. I haven't got no nieces. <laughs> Cousin Grace in the house. So, um, how are you? How are, how are you, my ladies? Yeah, All good. 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 Yeah. So good. No complaints this week. Okay. Yeah. That's very, very good to know. <laughs> um, we haven't got Auntie Farah. She is I don't know, like unavailable today. So she'll be back. Don't worry. She's been working hard. And this is how it goes when you're a busy, busy black woman trying to run the world. <laughs> get tired sometimes. Um, so she'll be back. Don't worry. We're going to jump straight into what have you heard is where we get into the news and culture of the day, of the week, of yes. what's past. And I'm going to lead with, mm-hmm. um, basically, guys, There, I think we spoke about it a few weeks ago. Psychology, Psychology Today released an article about the fact that men are actually losing out when it comes to relationships. And there are more men who are dying alone and single Yes. Yeah. Um, than previously thought. Yes. Because where the stereotype and the narrative has been that is women that are always single, dine alone, we're surrounded by cats. It's men. Yes. And it's a new conversation that men haven't been prepared for. And um, yeah, people are reacting. We reacted. And also someone called, a therapist called Shabri Rules. She's from America and she um, has a massive following on TikTok. She's been posting mental health content on her TikTok page. She's got like 260,000 followers, millions of likes. So she's got a big platform. Mm. And she took this article from Psychology Today and kind of used it to rip into black men um, to say, you know, guys, fix up, change your behavior. Otherwise you're just going to be alone and stop projecting Mm. onto women. Do better. Now, on the back of that, people are saying that her delivery was too harsh to the extent where there were think pieces written to her. People were contacting her employer. She doesn't disclose who her employer was or it was because apparently she said she got fired literally within weeks or days of um, this commentary going going viral. So I'm just here to say, do you think, did you guys watch her? Did you, how do you feel about her commentary? Do you think she deserves to lose her job? And are we being too sensitive to the men who have not really been sensitive to us? I don't think what she said required her to lose her job. I do think her delivery is a bit off. Um, I do think men go through a lot of pressure as it is. And if we're going to approach a situation that is not something they're used to, I think there has to be a certain approach that is taken. But everyone's allowed to do their deliveries how they want. That is her platform and she's been doing that all the time. It's not just that particular subject that she decided to go off. Yeah, All of her delivery is the same. Yeah. So if you're going to have an issue with it, it's not the way she said you had an issue with, it's the information she was giving you. Mm. So I think it hit, it hit a nerve for some yeah. people, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. And yeah, all I can tell is that she swears a lot. That's pretty much it. She says mm. the M word and she, she just got to the crux of the black family issue. Mm. And she blamed men and she said that men need to fix up. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with her. We both need to, both parties need to fix up and therapy is a way to do that. And that's mm-hmm. all she was saying. I actually think the trolls were bang out of order this time and that it was led by a black woman as well. Mm-hmm. That disgusts me. Um, I see it from a different angle, you know, I'm not going to lie because... I feel like if if her job is being a therapist and her mm. content is, there has to be some responsibility about what you're putting out because that's mm. your job, mm. right? So as a therapist, you're supposed to be impartial. Mm. You're not supposed to be judgmental or anything like that. So really and truly, there's a conflict there because mm. if you're blaming a particular 
group for a particular type of behavior why would they choose you as a therapist mm. do you know what I mean if you're already showing that you have that bias or yep. you have that way of thinking so I think it is a bit like let this be a warning to people who put out content about uh, that's related to mm. what they do that you have to be careful mm. do you know what I mean that you cannot you 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 have you might have to suffer the consequences about putting out very strong i'm not saying that you shouldn't but you should just be aware that if you put out very strong opinions about things that it can come back and bite you because your company will have policies your company yeah. will have a standard code of conduct mm-hmm. on how you're supposed to behave or what what is what is expected of your their staff members yeah. so you do have to be careful i think it's like unfortunately i do think like and she does seem a bit younger do you know what I mean like mm. for the young generation they're almost like taught like you can say whatever Everyone you want when, however you want mm. there and there's that. no consequences and that's just not true it just yeah. isn't it's not true in when you're working in a corporate environment or any kind of employ- if you're employed by anyone there are codes of conduct so you have to be careful about what you're saying now I don't disagree with what she's saying mm. but I do think it's I think there's just this this culture of like I can say whatever and and that's it and yeah. it's fine. It's not fine. And, yeah, and I th- I 100% agree. I think um, when I watched it, it wasn't as bad as because I read the kind of co- I was trying to find the original um, story and I couldn't for a long time. So I was just reading everyone's comments. So by the time I got to her video, I thought it would be a lot worse. I didn't think it was that bad. And if we take take into American linguistics and vernacular, motherfucker and swearing and being direct is kind of part Mm -hmm. of parcel of how they Mm -hmm. speak anyway. So I wasn't shocked. However, exactly what Auntie Sade said. And also if we're going to be criticizing people like Kevin Samuels for speaking about women and to women in such Mm -hmm. a harsh way, we then can't be surprised that if people are reacting to what she's saying in a Mm -hmm. negative way. Yeah. Again, I agree with what she's saying, and I do think men have had it easy for a long time. Like we said, like I said at the start, the stereotype and narrative has been: you women, if you don't fix up, you're going to end up single and alone. You lot are too picky. Your standards are too high. You want this, that, and the other. And men don't really acknowledge the fact that their standards sometimes are, whether they're too high, ridiculous, realis- unrealistic. <laughs> they and um and they 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 don't pull each other up to be better they've mm. been allowed to get away with so much bullshit for so long mm. that there's no accountability no nothing so now they're in this space where they might think that they want to be alone because men are like yeah i'll be single i'd rather be single but a lot of mm. men want to be in a relationship yeah but yeah. the culture the nature is nah man you can ride it you just and then you have the pick of the lot times are changing women are taking control we are realizing that we can do what you do maybe not the same way Maybe not as fast as some men in some categories, in some cases, but we can do what you do. So you guys need to find a way. I, I don't think because we can do what they can do is a good enough reason as to why they need to fix up. They just need to fix up on their own reasons. No, they do. do you know I, mean? I yeah, kind of do. agree with that. That's yeah, why I was because gonna, I was going to pick up on that. And be when like, she made that statement, because no. she made that statement yeah, as well, okay. that oh, women can do blah, blah, blah. Not really. We, we try to, but we don't. I just feel like for men in general, just for their own sanity, I don't necessarily, necessarily think that because I want to be with someone I don't want to be on my own is the reason why I should improve myself. I should improve myself just for my yes. own health. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. um, with, with the lady that's explaining and talking and everything, I think the reason why she got into trouble is because of this topic because she's been doing it before she Mm. was a therapist at the same place before and there was no issue Mm. it's because of what she's talking about and the fact that it's been you know more people are complaining if no one complained it would have been fine Mm. i think when i say that we can do what they do i think we can 
in the sense, not maybe because we want to, mm-hmm. but because of situations that we put in, like we can build stuff from Ikea, mm-hmm. we can pay the bills, <laughs> we can cook, we look mm-hmm. after the kids. Mm-hmm. We, we can literally, society's made it so that women can do what men do. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. to say that we should or we, or, but so there's a reality that men no longer have the dominance over things that were designed designed as man tasks. I get that. Man, I get so that's that. why I'm just saying that. I'm not saying it as a thing where, well, but if men are actually having to come to terms with the fact that women can literally do what they do to survive. But so also, you know, I think, think a lot why... of women throw that in men's faces. Yeah, I agree. And that, that emasculates them because it is like where, if you're saying, I can do everything that you can do, mm-hmm. or you are you know, socialised to believe mm-hmm. this is your role. Mm-hmm. I can do all of that. Where do men slot but in? But that's the conversation that we have to explore. I don't mm-hmm. think that we can deny that because that's what men are not used to. That's what, when we had the conversation with Kodja mm-hmm. and everyone, mm-hmm. that's the conversation. We cannot pretend that we can't do it because we were told, black people and women were told not no, to vote, No, no, it's read, not that. It's stuff. about how the conversation goes in that's the relationship dynamic yeah, yeah, where course. you can do all of, of that. Yeah. Then are you throwing it in the man's face? Mm-hmm. I can do all of this because then they get a bit lost. Mm-hmm. So really it is about how do you emo- become emotionally available mm-hmm. to men as well exactly. that I can hold my own, but I still need you. It's, it's exactly. That's the femininity thing that we are kind of in a flux about. It's like the masculine energy that a lot of women have and throwing that in men's faces. It's like, so then I should be the feminine in this relationship. These are the problems that we have. But this is the conversations. And my point is how do you, I understand like being in your relationship, like I can do, there's that, there's that delivery. Mm -hmm. I can do what you do. So what are you good for? Mm -hmm. Or there's the reality, man, I can do these things you can do these things. How do we come together? It's all about delivery in the conversation. I don't even think that needs to be a discussion. I don't even think. Honestly, I just think it's it's not about roles. It's just not about what you can do. It's just like, are you a good human being? Am I? Are you respectful? Are you nice? Are you kind? Do you have patience? Like these are just qualities of being a good human. Yeah. And I think like this role thing is a distraction. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. start there. Like are you are you are you a good person? Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of them are not, and they have no incentive. <laughs> it's just fact they have no incentive to change. They have no incentive. Like society doesn't push them to change. Whereas as women, we are constantly pushed to change and mm-hmm. improve ourselves. Yeah. Every single thing we're, we're criticize we have to do you know what i mean Submit. try again we have to do all these things mm. to become better people like every single aspect we're judged all the time whereas men are not judged in the yeah, same but that's way because we've created an environment for us to feel like women are people that have to be judged and have emotional. i don't think we created well as in a sense of as women we're much more emotional we yeah. talk about our feelings we and when you give when you start speaking about your feelings and to the general public anything you do in the general public you're giving them space to have an opinion or say something. I think men don't do that. And that is why we don't discuss it that much. It's only recently that now you're hearing people talk about their opinions or having, you know, celebrities talk about their mental state Mm. is now we are now having opinions and speaking about it. Yes, being a good human being is very important. But me as a mother, I think the root starts from your upbringing. In my opinion, I believe. But isn't it. that to be a good human, though? No, do, no. Do I, you train a, your children good, to be good humans. Being a good human being is fine, but that's me telling you, say please and thank you, be respectful, da 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 da. But yeah. being someone who can communicate, 
I have to show you examples. I have to, yeah. sh- I have to show yeah. you that yeah. that's not something which you does could, start at home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It starts at home because there's so many kids or people out there that are lovely. They're nice. There's men out there that are amazing, but when it comes to communicating, it is a whole nother mm. level. They can't mm. do it. So, so then I, when sorry, so, so no, when you on. meet a person that's not that hasn't had that upbringing, mm. man or woman. There has to be a way of communicating, as you're saying, and yeah. like mm-hmm. the, letting people know that this is who I am, mm-hmm. this is who you are. How do we? If we're going to come together. How do we come together? And everyone takes information differently. Mm-hmm. But one thing that women, and I'm, I don't think it's tit for tat. I don't think because we've had it hard from men, we've got to give it to them hard. Yeah. yeah. But at yeah. the same time, men have been like, we're men. We, you women are too emotional. You lot take things and get so emotional. Mm-hmm. But they do not acknowledge the fact that the minute you say something that they don't like, there's an emotional outpouring, yeah. which has been the reaction emotional. to I this just don't um, get it. post. Because if she was a man, Kevin Samuels, for example, saying that, and we have been expected to take that, men, we've had men telling yes. us, Fic, like, why are you getting emotion? Don't shoot the messenger. Mm. Why have all these men shot this messenger? Yes, yes, and exactly. all those men that are saying shoot, sh- are shooting this messenger, this woman messenger, would tell us, and I'm sure they're... Kevin, Kevin Samuels but it's not just men it's not just men it's not just men sorry because we were on the yeah. men topic I went yeah. to men okay. but also women too who have been conditioned to protect men at all costs which we do no I don't think that's Some what it women. is I think it's just women are always against each other anyway all of so. that women supporting women I don't believe it that much to be honest so. okay. Oh, men are men know. are more men, men, <laughs> men, men are more likely to support each other compared to women. Women pretend, but when you think about it, when you, you when you strip it back down and you look at what is actually supporting each other, a lot of women pretend. Yeah, I, I feel you. I actually feel you on that. I do think a lot of women pretend. I don't think that I don't think there isn't support out there, mm-hmm. but I think it depends on the category. To be honest, yeah, do you know what I mean? Right. And yeah. a lot of women internalize their their misogynistic behavior and yeah. thoughts and opinions. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they might not necessarily. So they do it in two ways. I think like either they go out and attack the woman, or yeah. they just are silent. Yeah. Do you know yes. what I mean? They yeah. do nothing. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's what yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very true. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know that, that that just didn't sit well with me. It, it's uncomfortable. Women. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, but it's uncomfortable. No, I kind of understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. and it is a truth. There is a lot of performative kind of sisterhood out there. And mm-hmm. so when you find a real one, mm-hmm. it is very to, special to yeah, like yeah, actually like that. cultivate mm-hmm. that. And also That's in, true. This, in this response where women are respond, it's because that whole thing of oh, don't say because we don't want to be seen as unpickable. Like we mm. think we'll pick because it's like the minute you go against men, oh you're a fe- like I made a joke at the live show. I'm not a feminist because it's the minute you start speaking on behalf of women, men see you as that feminist thing. You get oh, dismissed. Oh no, but I really am not, that I'm not a feminist though. at all. Like I, I don't like uh, when if you stick up for women, but it comes like you're a feminist. I literally am people, not a feminist. But that's the lazy category that we mm. box ourselves into. But the minute sticking you say up, something. sticking up for someone is different from your beliefs. You just like if I stick up for you, for example, is because I believe whatever's been done to you is unfair. Is that is yeah. different from what I what way of life I live or whatever. So I think people have to differentiate. Yeah, you've know, yeah. mm. got the social media world or the people responding to things that go out in the mainstream, mm-hmm. and people just like, oh, they're feminists. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're pick me. And it could be like that particular category, as we said, categories. Mm-hmm. This is where I feel this. What's way. what's a pick me is someone who just sympathizes with with men that agrees like or basically a pick me is basically someone who agrees with men just to look the more desirable like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah basically so i don't even think that's lots of them even fair. agree with yeah. what they're saying mm. but they don't want to go against 
that thought process. Because they want to be picked. Yes. Because society's conditioned women to feel like you have, you have to be picked. Interesting. Yeah. Like it's that <laughs> over yeah. simplification of submission. Yeah. Like I will take anything that you put in front of me and agree with. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even think that submissive. is submission. Yeah, I was about exactly. to say. But I think a lot of women think that that's what submission is. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think it's that. Like, I don't think, all. I think a majority of people don't understand submission until they find themselves in situations where they submit. That's submit. It. Um, when it comes to that whole submission thing, just on my own personal experience, when you are around your definition of a man, <laughs> it happens naturally. You don't even realize you're doing it. It just happens naturally because then you are given the space to feel like nothing but a woman, that you do what it is in you that you define as a woman. I hear that. Actually, that is when you become agree. submissive, when you feel so safe in an environment that, you know, you can be your pure self. You don't need to worry about being misled or taken for a ride or whatever, because I feel as women, we have so many things that we we have to think a lot. Yeah. Every step we take, we have to think about it. Like even coming here, I'm thinking, do I smile? Do I do this? Do you just as a woman? Yeah, right. Yeah. But men don't think about that. <laughs> Do you understand? We have to think so much about everything we do. When we talk to a guy, oh, can I talk to him? Is he friends with this person? Mm -hmm. If I talk to him, how am I going to look? How much you intelligence? Know, th th there's just so <laughs> much we have. Whereas guys, they just look at a girl. Oh, she's pretty. I'm going to talk to her. Yeah. They don't have, we don't have the option not to think through our decisions. Very true. So. Okay. Definitely, definitely. So where do we land on this? <laughs> Should she have lost her job or nah? I don't think she have lost her job. I don't think it's fair. I don't think she should I have lost know. her job. Unless, but I absolutely understand what Auntie Shade was yeah, saying. Yeah, I understand. You know, when you mentioned that, I realized, I yeah. thought, okay, you know it's what's that. true? It's mm. like being a nurse as well. You have to be careful with some, certain things. Listen. But mm. you never know. She might have had some disciplinaries or stuff yeah. before. We don't know what's happened behind closed doors. Yes. So. She's got yeah. bare followers. Make herself a career. Be an online therapist. She's I wonder what type easy. of a therapist <laughs> she was saying, but, you know. But, <laughs> I think, yeah, most therapists, they have a measure of like of a code of conduct. yeah they so should, i wonder yeah. what she was i wonder if it was kind of like um like within an organization like as a counselor type mm. of thing like mm. something a little bit more looser than yeah, a clinical then, therapist because yeah. when mm. you put, when you put it the way you did if someone that is has had a session with her as yeah. a therapist you're not meant to have an opinion exactly. right? right so they're now going to start thinking so what does she think exactly. of me which can trigger whatever issues they have already yeah, exactly. to make it worse it was yeah. irresponsible so, of her. yeah yeah it's very yeah. interesting and she did say that most of her clients are men as well um, well I mean what, where does she work it's, it's all very you know what I mean like, where, <laughs> yeah. where do you actually work what's your actual job <laughs> Imagine if she really does just work at Boots or something or in like a gym. Yeah. She's American, so maybe she's in a gym or yeah. something. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, who knows? Anyway, moving on. Um, what was the other story? Okay, what so the um, Gambian. Oh, yeah. Do you want to take it? Okay, well, okay <laughs> I'll do it. Uh... Uh, um, the Gambia is blocking Gambian men's bag. <laughs> trying to get the, like, the strap okay alright so Gambia have released a statement I guess some type of press release telling UK grannies I guess that just means women over like 50 and I do think they're predominantly white to stop paying for sex with young Gambian men mm -hmm. um, and the question is is it hurting the bag or a good thing for the Gambian men I know quite a few <laughs> women when we used to do the festivals a lot that would go to Gambia that was like on the route they would go Bali Thailand and Gambia and they'd buy drums from Gambia and they would come back with a Gambian drummer 
All the time. <laughs> All the time. It was like a standard route that women went on. So, but then the Gambians get over here as well. And so I, I, I'm more equal ups for a passport is my position on this. <laughs> That's where I'm going. There's definitely more ways to get into the country than <sighs> London. London's a hard way. Tourism. It's really hard to get yeah, into this country. It is. And, um, they may also find love, though. Is it? <laughs> no, no disrespect to you know. I'm not against age and dating someone younger, but I just want to understand what a 55 British year old woman or is going to, yeah, or older is going to be discussing with like a 20 something year old man from another. Is uh, is exploitation? They're exploiting them. It's sex tourism. That's what it is. It's it's disgusting, and they know better, and they should do better. In this country, they can't get away with that behavior at all. It's not on offer. You're doing it because that they're. Do you know what I mean? There's a power. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a power. um, There is no way. But men are also playing to their hands. Yeah. It's not. You don't think, think you don't think men are not, not going to be flirting or doing all of that stuff because they, they have they their own agenda. Because of course they are, but because they're being sought out for this particular okay, type yeah, of behaviour. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, it is from predatory. The from the UK. And also as well, this is the thing, there is no consequence for these women. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, you don't even know what they're, you know, you just don't know Let's just say <laughs> the British themselves have spread diseases across the world. Yeah, right. this is fact. This is, this is actual mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. They need to stop this behaviour. Need it needs to it. be. It needs to be curbed as soon Nips as possible. Seriously, and I'm actually proud that the the Gambian government have yep. come out and said this. I'm actually proud that they've recognised this behaviour and they've recognised it is wrong, and they're telling them to stop. Absolutely. Stop taking the piss with these countries. Who the hell do you think you are? Yep. All right, I hear you, but <laughs> what about? the men who leave the country, start a new life, bring in more money, send money back home. Mm-hmm. Like what, what I think it's easy for governments to just do like, oh, you should stop doing this. Mm-hmm. What are you actually doing to make sure that the men are not using these women to okay. get a passport to get over here? So how, how are you keeping them in employment? These women. What's the... Please don't victimise these women the who are men. taking their big passports. I'm talking about the men. Also, about the like, no, but, I'm, but you're putting the women in like a victim... No, 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 what is the infrastructure? What are you doing governmentally That's and it. on the ground to ensure your 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 loyal subjects don't feel the need? But then, can we dig deeper to, and I'm, see I'm, and see what the British government is no, doing to exactly, Gambia in the exactly. first place? I'm, I'm going to go on to all, that because I was also going to say I mean? that first. That aside, the the host country aside, what about the how many really of those men really? thinking they're going to see this woman and get a passport. Who gets to the UK and gets to be a super businessman and gets to send so much money back home mm. who doesn't end up as a cleaner, as some an, undo, an undocumented person for a long amount of time? It, I don't know how much, how, I, I how think, realistic think, the dream yeah, is. Yeah, we need to look into the dream is not realistic. It's, it's, not, like, it's, it's not, not a typical what I know. for Gambian men to get into the UK. And just be like successful and then be able to send money. It's, but it's in not, their not, opinion, not a, uh, in their opinion, even just being a clean and stuff like that is still financially conducive for them than where they are. But then the reality is like, you know, the the, the streets of London are paved with gold. They're not, it's paved with a lot of shit and yeah, And it is, what is the UK government doing to stop this? They don't care. 
and that there should be some consequence. Why are you going out? Sex, like, prostitution is illegal in this country. And also mm. as well, it's just such a... Uh, I'm, I'm glad the Gambian government are doing this, but, like, if you look at sex tourism and how many Brits are involved in sex tourism exactly. against young girls mm. against young boys do you know mm. what I mean across the world mm. what is the British government doing about any and of trafficking, that trafficking all that do you stuff. know what I mean yeah. they're not doing yeah. a goddamn thing so no I think more of our countries do I hate mm. I've been in Ghana before and just I mean it's my assumption not like I know everybody or know what's going on but you can just see the kind of dynamics and you see a young person with a white person um, and then it's just like you just can you can just literally tell the scenario just without even speaking from, to them from and it looks disgusting it looks disgusting from when you've got like uh what is it a known paedophile gary glitter yeah living in thailand yeah yeah do you know what, what I mean? is what's going on in the uk timmy west is fine mm-hmm, to roam mm-hmm. because of those like loose lax infrastructures yeah I, I, I can't i i agree with the gambian government mm-hmm. yes you've got to fix your stuff at home as well but the UK needs to do better as well. 100%. I think definitely the UK does need to do more. I just think that there it, it has to be a, a full-on pronged attack mm-hmm. as to why this is happening and the poverty. Yeah. Because there is, that's that's what it comes down to. So it's all well and good telling the UK women, like, don't come over or, you know, don't come and have sex with our young boys and pay mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But what are you actually doing to put them in employment mm-hmm. that this doesn't happen? That's a fair point. Because a lot of the time, it's like people create these camps. They do it in Ghana as well, around mm-hmm. the beaches. They yeah, create these camps exactly. and it's aimed at middle-aged white women to come around, do, but get a bit of, yeah, a bit of culture and it's out of everybody's sight and everybody knows all the governments know that this is going on so it's like actually mm-hmm. what are you doing how is this gonna are you just stopping people from getting out of poverty in some way shape or form because that's what prostitution is it is another way to make to make money so what are you doing so that they can earn money can the uk granny stop going to get to a titillation stop. in our countries please <laughs> So they should just go somewhere else. Go no, to, they I mean, should. They go to fucking Wales. Go to other corners of go the world. Go to Australia. Go to fucking... No, no, just but there's wherever, wherever there's Go to Canada. Yeah, go to America. Go, do you know what I mean? There's lots of hotspots of poor young people that need money as well and need to have that exchange. <laughs> if that's get, what you want. Just go. You don't have to seek out a Mandingo in your fantasy, your fake oh fantasies. Oh, my God. I'm a fan. Like, like, I am a They actually well, actually got their passport, bought a ticket, go got a some... visa. Yeah. With that, that's, your, that's intention. your intention. You're a predator. Oh, man. Go and get... On not. all levels, everybody's in it. You know, it, it, going to Gambia is the same price as going to Morocco, but then mm. it's like it's just an hour away from Ghana, and it will be three hundred pounds more. Yeah. So they know what they're doing. They mm. feed into all of this yeah. as well. It's like everybody is complicit in this. And you going to Thailand, all that, all, all those... Yeah, anyway. going to Thailand. Going Look to how Thailand. far away Thailand is and it's, it's cheap to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Just leave the ethnics alone. Okay. The non-whites <laughs> alone, all right? Okay, moving on. We're going to get into... <clears throat> Auntie's getting your business. Auntie's getting your business. Auntie's getting your business. Auntie's getting your business. Nest. Let me adjust myself. Sorry, apologies. Okay. Ness. Sopranos? No. Thank you. Thank you. That's an absolute compliment. 
they could never. Um, <laughs> she said that did you hear because I can no, repeat we heard we heard her we heard her aunties with voices oh, we God. have internal problems in our group mm. <laughs> um, oh you can sing oh can you sing I'm alright you know can she <laughs> She doesn't seem to join in with us. No, but the thing is, can <laughs> I she don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> can she sing? Auntie's okay. voice is coming to a town near you soon. Mm. What okay. we're going to do, Cousin Grace, is get into your entire business as the okay. theme tune alluded to. Yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you like our theme? <laughs> did you like our theme tune, Auntie uh, Cousin Grace? Why are you putting it on the spot? No, Hon- it's, it's honestly, yeah. it's interesting. Thank you. I think you should get a sound bite instead. What that? Like we should go like into the studio and record it again. Yeah, and fine tune it. Get someone else yeah. to record yeah. it. Fine tune it. That's yeah. fine. That's no, 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 we've been saying this, isn't it? Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to go into the studio. Get some auto tune in there. We don't really need no, auto tune, but okay. actually to enhance it. I love it your honesty. I don't, I don't <laughs> mind auto tune. That's fine. That's great. Thank you. We can layer our vocals and all of that stuff. Yeah, and then every time we do it, you just play it. Yeah, that's fine. But sometimes, like, when are you ever going to get to an Aunties with Voices concert? Exactly. Like, because we've got a cappella moment. Interesting. Yeah. Could have done without it, but okay. Aunt, um, Aunt Shade, can you go? Please? <laughs> Could you take it away, please? Okay, so right, we have a few questions mm-hmm. for you. But first of all, can you just introduce yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, describe what you your life right now in like about a sentence. Uh, I am a mother of two, divorced, uh, a worker, loves money, um, <laughs> have a podcast. What else? Tell us about, yeah, what's the name of the podcast if you didn't introduce them? <laughs> Our podcast is called Milf and Honey. We're three girls with kids who are in different like different positions in life one's married single and divorced and then we talk about everything if you've watched our pod you'll know that we don't agree on stuff (laughs) (laughs) we have different mind frames we come from different places in the world and like even just the fact that we lived in different areas in england you can kind of tell it like kind of molds who we are as well so Mm -hmm. yeah we're just three different girls so reading your bio, the first thing that came up was that you're a project manager. What do you product project manage, please? Um, I'm a contractor. So I've worked in different companies doing either IT, migrations, um, government. I've worked for governments, transformation, especially during Brexit. A lot of things had to change. So I worked in a lot of governments trying to help them transition into different workflows and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Pause. There's a spider. It's got on my nerves. Where? There. Where? There. Where, I can't see anything. Okay. Is it yeah, really that yeah. small? No, no, no. We need to go with it. Where? No, we do. I can't even see it. I can see it's here. It's oh, here. It's in the it's yeah, in the sky. Oh. It's doing webs. Why is it doing a web while we're doing the it's show? In the sky. It's here. Yeah, it's what do you mean here? Where? No, oh, there. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god! I'm looking over there. <laughs> Sorry. That's what I'm looking Bloody hell! Thank you. How did you? Even, oh my god! How did you even notice that? Yeah, exactly. I didn't. I didn't. It tried to catch see. me. Oh my word! It tried to eat me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank hey, you I'm gonna Grace. need a minute. <laughs> did you say you need a minute? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like spiders. I, don't like I was. That I was so looking on the wall. Like, no, because those no. ones will stay and then lay eggs in your in your ear. Yeah. What? In your ear. They'll travel you. Yeah, with they you. will. And then okay. Then you your home. And then you've got a family. Exactly. Mm. No thanks. <laughs> okay. No thanks. Thanks for saving. It's all right. I appreciate that. Serious. Let's go. Because I actually wasn't taking it out. I would have just stayed here. So we would have had to call somebody unless you were going to do the spider. <laughs> but the three of us weren't doing it. Really? No, oh, no, I don't mind. <laughs> I, I wanted to look at Absolutely the paper just not. It. Uh, it to I don't mind. Thank you. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I saw it land <laughs> on the floor. Just to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, keeping this all in. We're keeping this all in. <laughs> um, 
cousin Grace. So mm. you project manager. Yes. Your stuff, stuff. Yes. 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 Um, so what else do I do? I've worked with quite big companies with changing. So the last place I work, it was more of data. So we're moving things from one intranet and two, so like at cloud stuff okay. to another intranet. But um, I enjoy it. Yeah. For now. Okay, and then your next venture, the mm. Milf and Honey podcast. Oh, yes, Our tell babies. us how it came about. Um, when I was married, me and my ex husband always spoke about the fact that I wanted to do some sort of talk show or whatever, but I never went around, never got around it. Then COVID happened, and I think that's when everyone came to realization that you never know when tomorrow is gonna end, so exactly. everyone should just take the risks that they want to take. So I went on to a podcast called Meet Us After Seven, okay. And then, um, my, oh, Maxi, Gina. Yeah, 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 we've had them on as well, cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Maxi messaged me and was like, Oh, how did it go? And da 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 da, like, I'm, I, and she wants to do a podcast. I said, Same here. And she goes, Well, if you've got someone or you haven't, like, maybe we should come together. And I was like, Yeah, sure. And then on Matoya, see, I just said to her, You're coming on a podcast and literally <laughs> that was it within two days we had our name logo oh, wow. time booked in for our recording and that was it so oh. are you guys friends yeah like, so, so I'm, all the, knew each I, other. I, I'm the one in that knows everybody so okay. i'm oh, okay. friends with Toyosi and i know maxi so right literally okay, we just okay, came together okay. cool. mm-hmm. nice oh. is it me is it no me? it's me Sorry, hon. Mm-hmm. um and then also can you explain hair laundry how did you oh, get into okay. that um I ha- so hair laundry is basically like going to the dry cleaners for your clothes, but instead it's for your wigs and your bundles. Okay. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So literally, you just well, I have it here, and I also have Nigeria opening. So mm-hmm. that opens in October, after a long year of, of planning. Yeah. But um, all it is is the one in Nigeria is an actual shop. Okay. So like dry cleaners, you just go there, drop it, and pick it back up. Yeah. Literally, that's it. Amazing. Yes. Like over the counter. So where, whereabouts in Nigeria is it? Lekki. Okay. So on the island. Whereabouts yeah. in Ghana is it? <laughs> it's not in Ghana yet. It's not in Ghana. I have to see if Ghana. Do you know what you should it. do a pop up in because December? I, I, you, <clears throat> Are you traveling? One yeah. thing I've learned about businesses: you don't want to run mm. before you can walk. Yes, so absolutely. once I've got everything, you, you got to understand. Even though I'm very Nigerian, it's mm. still uh, their business process is very different. Yeah, and no offense to Ghana, Ghana is a lot worse. In a sense, worse is not even a word, but they are worse. <laughs> in the sense of that, can we, can we accept this? You guys are a lot more like chilled. Yeah, yeah, we are. Nigerians yeah. are very gra gra, so yeah, like yeah, they yeah. catch on to things a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. Nigeria will take a long time to get into that process, so I could do pop ups. Yeah, pr- I think like during the Christmas period, yeah. maybe because you'll get like the Westerners coming yeah, over in America. Really so yeah, but it will take time. Yeah. So if not this year, maybe next year during Easter, another yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Because okay, so let's get into this because people's wigs will be washed. Yeah. So no, won't be looking ratty. No, no. but your wig will look nice when you put it on. If you don't maintain it's, it, that's exactly. a you problem. <laughs> this is the thing people have to understand. Like mm. I will help, or well, my staff will help you with your wigs looking nice and fresh on the first day. Yeah, but if you don't maintain it like yeah. that, you can't come back and think it's us that's the problem. It's because you don't maintain it. That's it. Yeah. So like another thing is to teach people how to maintain their wigs. Or mm-hmm. I always tell people just go for wigs that you know you can maintain. So closures. That yeah. Part. Stay easy. away from frontals. Just that, stick to your middle part enclosures and you hardly need to do anything. That, this is it. That, that's a fact. Yeah. If it you go for is, a middle part and black and the reason I say black is because when you dye hair it dries out naturally so you need to do more. But if you yes. go for like black or brown all you need to do is brush the wig. The wig. Brush That's the it. wig. That's it. You hardly need to, especially if you buy good hair, you hardly need to do that much. 
Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, so that's such you know, a good my, idea. Um, though. Yeah, just my, keep I mean, it I'm, I have one wig that I, I own. I know nothing yeah. about wigs. <laughs> no, just keep it short but and literally, sweet. it's like this is such a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a wicked idea. Mm-hmm. I don't wear wigs, sure, but I, if, when I used to do hair, and if I did yeah. fast into those spaces, one hundred percent wicked yeah. idea. So over here, they it's send po- the wig. Yeah, it's a postal service because okay. here we have next day delivery. Yeah, yeah. So we have more control. Open up a space here will cost me a lot more. Precisely, and the culture here is not as luxury luxurious as nigeria yeah okay, like okay. people want to do things for themselves here. yes mm-hmm. no one's ready to pay an arm and a leg just to yeah. get it washed in their yeah. heads like i can wash it myself whereas nigeria anything that would make their life easy they're gonna pay yeah. for it so okay. it's it's oh, adapting i love it well wicked. done that's wicked um so all that said you've got a few things going on mm-hmm. how do you juggle everything and do you believe it's important to have multiple business streams i believe you need to know what you're good at yeah. So um, I could have multiple business and someone else can have it and it doesn't work for them. Um, but having a business and running a business is two different things. So you need to know what it is in business you want to do. So you could be someone that has enough money to start up businesses, but you don't mm. want to run it. That's yeah. fine. Or you could be someone who wants to be involved. So, Or you could be a nine to fiver who is so good at their job that you can flourish. Yeah. So exactly I just feel like that. now, because um, of social media, everyone feels like, the it thing is to be self-employed, a business owner, an entrepreneur, when really <laughs> the it thing is to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be able to manage your time. So, that's, yeah. that's definitely it. Where do you take time out for yourself? Recently, I haven't been. I'll no. be honest. Recently, I haven't. But when I feel like it's getting too much, I just go quiet. Literally. Oh, really? Shut everything down. Mm. And just... Do you have like a self-care practice or even like an idea of I want to get to this mm. stage and this will be my self-care practice? So my self-care will start when I don't have to work a nine to five as mm. in my planned ones. Right mm. now, for me, success is me being able to manage my own time. The fact that I don't manage my own time in the sense of I have a nine to five yeah. is what frustrates me. Okay. That's my yeah. own frustration. Whereas yeah. for someone else running a business is theirs. Yeah. But once I get to a point where I manage my own time, and I can do what I like. My self-care will change. But at the moment, my self-care is more of just being around the people I like. Because mm-hmm. people are weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They are. Um, just enjoying myself when I can. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean going out. Because I find myself starting to find it very boring going out. Mm-hmm. So it could be talking on a FaceTime with my girls and doing absolutely nothing. Or it could be just literally laying in bed watching tv but i like being alone i know it sounds really yeah. weird but i like my i like my own space yeah so if i feel like i haven't had my own space for a while uh, for a while then i start to feel a bit overwhelmed yes. so, so yes. yeah same exactly mm. the same so as like you kind of refer to yourself as a master of all your ventures mm-hmm. like and like a woman who knows um holds value and mm-hmm. knows what she wants and never sets for less like mm-hmm. where did that determination actually come from where did where where do you kind of draw power for that from that so um the whole being a master of my own inventions is from all of it's from understanding myself mm-hmm. so what being a master for you is different for me i know my capabilities i know what i'm good at i know what turns me off and turn me on and all of that kind of stuff so i now know what i can't and can't do so i've mastered it mm-hmm. people feel like mastering is actually the success and the success is the the money right but mm. for me it's the inner peace yeah so if something doesn't work out tomorrow i'm, I'm okay with that i did everything my way 
in a sense of not my way of not taking people's other like considerations and stuff, but in a way that I wasn't upset. So yes. if it didn't work out, I'm fine with that. Yeah. If THC well, where does that where, where does that mindset actually come from? Like, um, where where did you see examples of that? Maybe when you was growing up, uh, I won't say I saw it as examples. If if we refer back to growing up, I think I used my growing up as paying attention to what was around me and what I didn't like. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And then saying to myself, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then how do I, as you get older, you're more aware, right? You yeah. start to under things, understand things a lot more. So then I started to understand that, okay, in order for me to have X, certain things have to change. I can't accept certain things. And I've had a failed marriage. And mm. for me, that is the biggest failure that I never saw coming. Okay. For me, my failure in my marriage is a big deal, more of a big deal than a failure in a business because I can always start another business. Okay. okay. Whereas that marriage will never come back. It would always have to be a new, a whole new experience with a whole new person. So mm. would you get married again? Yeah, 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 yeah. One hundred percent. It hasn't turned me away from marriage at all. Why do you think it's? Why do you see it as a failure though? What my marriage failing? Yeah. Mm. Because I am, um, I'm an overthinker, right? So mm. I've always thought things through. And a divorce never came to my mind. Right. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's because I wanted the divorce. It wasn't Off even script. like him. Mm. So that was even shocking to me. And then it made me realize I need to go and figure out who I am because right. I never thought I wanted the divorce. So if the fact that I had to have it and I needed it, that means I didn't know myself that well. So do you think that that title is like part of like the acceptance of the situation? Or being divorced? Yeah. Like, because uh. I'm interested in why you just like not see it as like an experience or part of life but you're labeling it as a failure which has certain connotations the truth of the matter is if you get married and you then decide to divorce you felt the marriage felt that's the like that's the honest truth Mm. because if the marriage is working you don't leave you you don't go to someone okay this marriage is amazing but let's divorce no it's this is not working Mm. i'm leaving do you know what i mean got together when i was 16 so that's all i knew Mm. so then to now have to come out you know, even stuff like being by yourself was mm. so it was so new to me, or even having to sleep in a bed by myself was even so new to me because we'd been together since sixteen, yeah. since I was sixteen. Mm. So it 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 failed, but I'm not I'm not dying. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not. Cool. It's not. It's not the end of the world for me. I think. Um, it's good that I had a marriage. I think failed. I don't like that word failure. I don't like mm. the failed. I yeah. just think. Th- you know, good came people. out of you know, good yeah, can come you out of failure, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I think it's the word fail, fail though. Yeah. It's, there's something the like truth so the finite and <clears throat> about it. And I just think, well, you, it hasn't failed because you're still in a relationship of sorts together because you're your parents. And so, I but a marriage has ended, yeah, yeah marriage, it marriage yeah, end all the time, mm-hmm. but I don't know that what. There's something I, with the failure. It's because it's like, I feel mm, like I sometimes know. we're not really good at dealing with negative things. Mm. We don't want negative negativity around us. So saying failure is is so black and white negative that you can't turn it around. But the truth of the matter is the marriage failed. I get the black so and white. But yeah. I'm getting like that's the acceptance part. That's what I'm saying. Like, accepting mm, yeah, it. Yeah, I've that, accepted it. I'm not angry. Was, like, like, it's, I get it. Saying a marriage has failed is one thing. The feelings of what you feel is another. Like my mm. feelings towards my marriage is not hatred. Mm-hmm. Like, like where I am today is part of my marriage not working. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm yeah. so self-aware now. I know who I am. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I can say no if I don't want to do something. So it, it comes with its positives. Would I go okay. through all of it again and still have a divorce? Yes. 
I would. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think the fa- well, just from listening, the mm-hmm. failure, in the initial reaction is the, to that thing about, about women feeling like they failed and then they're not good enough. Because oh, they, I never you know thought. I, mean? I never. I I'll be a, honest. I never thought I wasn't good enough. Yeah. I thought I was good enough, and that's why I left. Gian San. So, so failure is just because we're, what we were speaking about earlier. It's, yeah, about that where women are conditioned to feel like you know marriage is the thing, the ultimate mm. goal. So mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Then it's like you're you failed. I think that's where sometimes okay. that's why my initial reaction. I can initial see. Reaction I can see what you think. Failure yeah. mm-hmm. was like that's where it kind of. Okay, no, no, no. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so what's what what what's the end goal? What does success look like to you? Um, being able to control my time. Mm-hmm. Once I have, in, once I'm fully controlled of my time, I've succeeded. I hear that. Yeah. Um, so this is the quick fire round, kind of mm-hmm. quick fire. We'll get into mm-hmm. your personal, personal. We okay. talked a bit about it now. Okay. We're going to get deeper. This is like when the aunties have surrounded you at the party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, okay, generally, now. generally they, in the yeah, kitchen, you they, know, they, when they, they come. They do. They yeah. still do. And they're like, so, Grace, Grace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, come on. Yeah. So, whoever wants to take We've talked about your relationship status. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about it. Mm-hmm. But what's happening now? Are you dating? Oh, okay. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I was I was dating. I recently mm-hmm. stopped dating. Um, but I'm still open to dating. How okay. are you finding... Dating. Uh, <laughs> you know what it is, yeah. I've said I don't like London boys anymore. Because I just think uh, they're built different to what I want. They are. Okay. Which doesn't... It doesn't make them bad people. And I always say it doesn't make... No, it doesn't. You know why it doesn't? It's because um, so, so there's people that are okay with that, you know? And what's the that? Come on, Grace. What's the that? Yeah, so what have you found? I get really irritated about little things. So people's mannerisms really... T- like, I... Um, even though I'm strong and I come off very masculine, I'm a very sensitive and a very submissive woman. And I, in order for me to be able to embrace that, I have to be around someone I feel that can lead. Yes. And I struggle to find men who can lead here. What mm-hmm. is the leading? What is the thing that... Leading is not necessarily your money, can't, though. They can't. <laughs> it's not even yeah. the money yeah. side, but I can't talk to someone that doesn't have money. But it's not <laughs> the money. that Because I've, date, I've met guys, I've met guys who have, have had money and it's still, I've still decided not What's to date What's the them. lack of leadership? It's the way you talk, the way you communicate with me. It's how, have you got your life in control? Mm-hmm. That's the best way to describe it. Because there's so many guys asking for submissive women, this yep. woman, that woman, and you haven't even got your own shit together. Exactly. Uh, and so how do you expect me fall. to put my life in your hands if you can't even sort out your own life? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it's just that. It's also feeling that safe aspect and it's when safety is not necessarily a physical thing it's more of a mental thing like can i trust you with my feelings yeah, yeah. can i trust you with when i'm weak you know like yeah. if i'm going through something are you going to use it against me mm. or are you going to protect me you know from other people those are the things i'm looking for and unfortunately a lot of the guys here i, I haven't seen it but then again i could be hanging around the wrong places are you no, online think, dating or no no no, 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 no. intro? Okay, mm, no, you can't do that. No, <laughs> I'm not interested in online dating. I, I'm a bit old school. I want to meet you or yes. meet you through a friend or meet mm-hmm. at an event, and then we get to talking. I like that. Yeah. I d- so um, where are where have you found more successful leadership men asking for a friend um, <laughs> and an auntie that couldn't make it to the party? So <laughs> so I, it, well, I'm still single, so obviously I haven't met no one, right? But yeah. um, the guys that I tend to feel a lot more um, 
secure or f- I can embrace my femininity as the Nigerian men. But okay. they're mad as well. Mad. <laughs> you got to choose your poison, yeah? <laughs> I always say to people, you choose the rubbish you can recycle. Yeah. But um, <laughs> like I said, yeah, I, I think they, they go through a lot. You know how we're talking about men being ending up single and everything, the traumas. Mm-hmm. I feel like they go through a lot. So emotional expressions is not really their forte yeah. mm. unless they are the ones that have kind of studied abroad and gone back mm-hmm. okay but when it comes to like as it is now when it comes to men i'm very open to talking to men and i'm not i'm no longer in a space where i'm just shutting you down just mm. by your my assumptions but so far it's been the nigerian men that have kind of got okay. my attention yeah. yeah they've stepped up yeah Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. I'll <laughs> pass this information back to the auntie that couldn't make no, it. No, but there's there's loads of other guys out there. Like my friends are, and and another thing is, I think the good guys are kind of taken already. Ooh. I think I always used to say this joke to my friend that I think my husband is somewhere going through his divorce. That's how I used to see it because I think the ones that have gotten married are the good ones, and what's left is the breadcrumbs. Wow. Uh. No, uh, wow. that's, a whole, that's a whole conversation. It yeah. really is, you know. It's like I actually yeah. want to delve into that further. <laughs> okay, we well, just, just have to have you again. Yeah. Um, all right. So, are more kids on the agenda? Yeah, yeah. I love like kids. More. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what have you got now? I got two boys. Oh no! Mm-hmm. How old are they? Um, four and five. Yeah. Is, oh. that, is that? So I'm quite lucky. My kids are not that difficult. Wicked, yeah, yeah, my kids are quite good. Oh, I'm lucky. lucky. Look at that. What's the gap between them? They're four and yeah. five. No, yeah. the, is it a, a set year? As they yeah, call them one, yeah, twins. yeah, one year. So one's in reception, one's in year one. Look at that. Yeah, so they're, they're yeah. big up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, when they were younger, that isn't easy. It's not. <laughs> um, you said you're not an auntie at the mm-hmm. moment, but what kind of auntie do you think you would be? Um, so I would be the cool, the cool strict auntie. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you as it is, but I'll still embrace you. Like when I tell my kids off, I tell them off and then I compliment them at the end. Okay. It's, it's just, I, don't, I, I, I don't do it intentionally. It just happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm that kind of auntie. Mm-hmm. I will tell you off. I use one hand to scold you and the other to rub you back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, it's kind of yeah. auntie, like auntie. Um, Okay, now listen, mm-hmm. we have surrounded you closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you tell us something that you haven't told your parents or your guardians a secret of something bad that you have done? Admit, uh, conf- confess to your aunties. Yeah, we want a confession. I'm trying to think. Um, I can see it in your eyes. You've done something. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, on, on the pod, we talk about everything. So mm-hmm. it's like everyone kind of knows Gracie Baccarelli. I'm just trying to think. Um, I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to think. You guys should tell me this in advance. Um, <laughs> we want a big secret. I don't have big secrets. That's the problem. I talk too much. Oh, you do? Uh, like I say, I... What's a bad habit? What's one of your bad habits? Then? Oh, I get the ick really easy over me- the way people eat. That, that's not oh. a bad habit, though. Okay, cool. Um, that's a commonality. Oh, one of my bad habits, which I'm working on, which is really good, I interrupt people because I'm so eager to say what I want to say. What yeah. stars I knew? Scorpio. I knew it. Oh. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, but I'm working <laughs> on it. Feel. That's all that whole that's being aware. Yeah. Yeah, so... um. So that's a bad habit yeah. I have. When's your birthday? But it's hard 26. with podcasting not to. It, Everybody it does is. like jump in and like, talk yeah. over. Um, I don't know about you guys, but for me, the podcast has just made me so much of a better person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I find it very therapeutic because we okay. Have, okay. Yeah, like yeah. talk things out. Yeah. And then you hear other people's opinions, and you be like, "Oh, that's that's a point. Mm, maybe I should look at it differently." And it's made me a lot calmer. Yeah. I'm mm. a lot more calm. 
I don't I don't get really stressed over things. I switch off on things if it stresses me. <laughs> I just That's interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna think on that, I don't mm. know. Has it made me a better person? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. I thought about it. I don't know, I'm you know. Definitely enjoying getting stuff off my chest every week. Mm. Okay. What about yeah. being more in tune with who you are? I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's starting I think yeah. it's definitely Helped done that for mm-hmm. me. Definitely your opinion that might yeah. Like, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially Definitely. like I don't know about you guys, but we well we stopped now. But we used to have a lot of the money talk about guys, what you want them to earn and stuff like that. And um, <laughs> we don't ever talk about that. No, no. but, go- about that, but yeah. <laughs> it always comes up one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. But um, even that, even how I reason with that as well, it's mm. changed. So a lot of my thought processes just for us talking has changed. So yeah. that's why I do enjoy. Yeah, I hear. Uh, Interesting. Um, so, sorry, that's my face. Uh, do you have a problem that you want us to solve? We're good aunties. We yes. give great oh. advice. You can give us a dilemma. Yes, if you have a do dilemma. I have a dilemma. I don't think I have a dilemma. I might maybe ask you, what's yep. your opinion on the younger generation, the younger females of today? Maybe that's what I'll ask you. Wow, we... Ooh. we- have you three minutes <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's interesting because it's like i watch you guys mm-hmm. quite a lot um and i guess there's probably a decade between us okay so yeah i think that generally the 30s mm-hmm. i think are very similar to us in our 40s now mm-hmm. but the 20. younger the 20s mm-hmm. I think their whole world is so different. I would say that, you know, the millennials and the Gen Z, like I'm a millennial. I feel like the thing is we're stuck between our parents' way of living and the the Gen Z's and the Gen Z's have just gone off to do their own thing. I think millennials is a lot harder to be in this generation right now than any other generation. I think our generation as well, because when you straddle the fence, especially being in this cultural Mm -hmm, space, mm -hmm. it's a lot more because we're trying to navigate our world, mm-hmm. your world, and the young. No, but you guys know your world. Our world keeps our changing. World is empty. <laughs> well, I don't mean it like that. I don't know. Like, I get what you mean. Yeah. We saw the cusp. Like I was nineteen when we when it was like year two thousand. Yeah. So yeah. we was like right on the cusp. That's when I was okay. a okay. teen and like really developing who I was as a person mm-hmm. and things that shaped me. So like we've kind of done that kind of going from one world to another yeah. as well. Do you okay, know what I mean? Yeah. And okay, I think cool. like a lot of the younger generation forget that we've yeah. been through a true, similar yeah. process. True, true. But, but I, if I'm, anything I'm more super, harsher. Yeah. yeah. But millennials are still a bit more closer to you guys. Yeah, so the generation you're yeah. changing yeah. into you're, you're is a lot easier. Whereas we were adapting to a whole new, we don't have no familiarity with those Gen Zs. They're too sensitive, they're too emotional. And for us, where we've been told to have a thick skin, it's very hard to adapt to their way of thinking. I think... That's I exactly for yeah. us. Yeah. But we, and I spoke, like I said, that's why I said in the cultural space, mm-hmm. in the media space, mm-hmm. and I don't know in every day whether people in our generation feel the same, mm-hmm. but definitely navigating this space mm-hmm. where we are, for me, mm-hmm. it's the same. It's mm-hmm. the same feeling because we've got to kind of be aware of what those generations are into mm-hmm. and actually finding the connect because there is but a disconnect. I, I do f- I'm, I am optimistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will say that I am optimistic. I do appreciate their candor. I do appreciate that they are more outwardly um, empathetic and they care about people and things and they're actually trying to actively make a difference, I think. I do appreciate that. I think that unfortunately though, they don't handle stress very well and it just doesn't, especially through 
career-wise. Yes, yes, it, yes, it, yes, yes. I yes. don't know how that's, that's going to pan out. Oh, I really don't. It's microwave, isn't it? It's yeah. like everything is a bit mm. too fast mm. yeah. and glaringly on you. And because we didn't have social media mm -hmm. and I feel like having social media really does stunt people's emotional growth because mm -hmm. they're always thinking, what are people thinking about yes. me? Mm. Yes, exactly. yes, And that's yes. the thing that's so challenging. I hate to see really young people like mm -hmm. always in makeup exactly. and just everything mm -hmm. has to be done correctly perfect. and it's like no you need perfect. to live yeah. a little yeah. and mm -hmm. then get into that space mm -hmm. and I, that's the age thing like mm -hmm. you have yeah. the wisdom yeah. of time yeah. to see actually what you think is happening in your 20s you mm -hmm. will not care yeah. in a decade's time and, really and then two decades later you are like that was so a annoying waste of time. Like, yeah. yeah it was and embarrassing so yeah. that. <laughs> and i think we're now at the our generation at the point where our parents were like we can see it Mm. And you guys don't get it, but you know. Yeah. Oh, time is not our friend. Question, <laughs> I like that. Thank yes. you. Mm -hmm. So, where can we jump? That's how to? we know that you're a podcaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that you have podcasters on as well. Well, 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 well I think we're gonna have to have you back. Yeah, yes. that's yes. fine. Yes. More stuff. And yes, yes, we do want to come on Milf and Honey. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, you, you are basically me in the pod then, because this is what I do on my pod. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, actually was the one that brought us together as well. So, yeah, 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 Auntie Nana, what's the prices? <laughs> it's five pounds, ten pounds, and twenty-five pounds. Pick your poison. It's never poison. It's actually pick your sugar levels. Mm. How much sweet do you want? <laughs> um, and subscribe and get more of us on the Patreon. And um, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Mm -hmm. We're on all the social media platforms, mm -hmm. and we will be back next week with, <laughs> with more another episode. Aunties could never. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> No, you don't. Sorry. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Lovely, lovely.